Hello tribe, Eugenia Crock here with an episode of Bridging Realities, an accessible astrology podcast. A podcast originally started with my good friend Danielle Polgar, where we had the intention of talking about astrology in a way that actually made sense to people, um, bridging it into more accessible terms. Uh, bringing astrology to life through conversation and dialogue. Since then, of course, Danielle has um, come off of the podcast uh, to concentrate on being a mother. And I have also come on and come off of the podcast quite a bit in the last year uh, because times have been turbulent. And I tend to be in that turbulence. (laughs) Um, I tend to go with it. Uh, Some days I'm feeling like doing a podcast and some days I'm not. And um, this is one of those days I want to do a podcast. I want to talk to all of you and I want to connect with all of you. And I want to bring a real life story to your consciousness or to my consciousness about how relevant astrology truly, truly is and how it shows up in the most unexpected, bizarre, but perfectly aligned ways. I am on a walk today. It's a solo uh, episode. And you might hear in the background different noises than you heard on my last episode. In my last episode, you heard a lot of Arabic-speaking humans and noises and horns and all kinds of stuff going on because I was walking through the streets of Cairo, Egypt, where I had moved to be with my love, Tarek, who you've heard on a few podcasts that he's been on, a few episodes in the past. He's also an astrologer. So as it were, I picked up my life, I got rid of everything, I sold everything, I you know, gave my cat to somebody who loved him so much, and um, you know, with pure hope and pure drive and desire, I packed my few bags and moved to Cairo, Egypt. Uh, but Saturn in Capricorn came in and said... I don't know if this is actually what I want to have happen for you. (laughs) Mars retrograde came and said, I don't know if this is actually what you desire um, or what is desired for your life. Um, And then the eclipses came around. This is going to be posted on the first of a three series of eclipses. And everything I thought I would be doing Everything I'd been striving for for a year and planning for and hoping for got completely rerouted by the gods and goddesses above. And now you can hear thunder in the sky as Zeus or Jupiter throws down his lightning and says, I am more powerful than your little mind. And I know what your path truly is. And I'm going to reroute you onto that path. So what you'll hear now is thunder and birds and hopefully not a bear (laughs) because I have um, come back to Colorado. And since I've been here, I've encountered a bear a couple of times, very close to me. So that's been intense. And so I'm walking, risking I might run into that bear again, but it seems worth it. And if I get that on (laughs) record, it could be worth a lot. So here I am back in Colorado. 
not where I expected to be. In fact, nothing in me expected to be back here for quite some time. But this is how astrology works. So let me try to explain it to you in terms of how you might be able to understand it. And I hope that my story um, elicits in you a, a deeper understanding of astrology, but also a great hope that you'll resonate with my story. Perhaps you also had some plan in mind for your life, uh, whether it was a relationship or a job or a trip or fuck, you know, waking up in the morning, going to a certain breakfast joint and it was closed, whatever it is. Our minds have these, this way of trying to predict the future. In fact, I think a lot of the reason we get into astrology is to try to outwit pain, um, try to make decisions based on the knowledge of our chart so that we can live a really full and abundant life. But I just don't think our minds are that clever. I really genuinely believe that the gods and goddesses above are guiding us. And we cannot tell them what to do. They very much will redirect us to what they want us to do. Um, every individual is born with a very specific blueprint. You know, I've been reading charts for almost 10 years now. I've read close to 3,000 charts at this point, And never, not once, has a chart been exactly the same to another chart that I've seen. Even if it's the same day and things of that nature, every chart is so unique to itself. And so every individual has a very specifically unique path. And you know that that's kind of cliche. And why do I say that? Why am I bringing that up? Because everything in our life tells us not to follow that path. We've got the media, we've got politics, we've got religion, we've got culture that tells us this is what your life should look like. So in America, it's, you know, two, it's a man and a woman and 2.5 kids, although that's changing, but certainly a man and a woman get together, buy a house, have a family, and that is success in this culture. And so all of the people are trying to become that but everybody has a unique blueprint. So how can it possibly be that everybody will follow that path when really that path is just a marketing you know, ploy or tool? It's just selling. It's an image that is being sold to us. You know, it's amazing when I was in Egypt, how radically different the culture is there. <laughs> I mean, Arabic worlds are... The Arabic world is, or the Arab world, I should say, is so completely different to that of certainly Colorado, USA. It's all about, um, in Colorado, we talk about boundaries. That's a big thing in psychology these days. Let's have boundaries and, you know, take care of yourself and blah, blah. And in Egypt, it's like, there's no such thing as boundaries. Like you are in each other's business all the time. And that's the way it is. It just is. And you're rude if you don't get involved in each other's lives. So should a great tragedy befall you, everyone will be there for you. And they will give up everything to be there for you. Here in America, it's different. We have boundaries. So even the tragedy I've just been through, I'm not going to get as much um, physical support here uh, because people have boundaries and they have um, their life to get on with. 
right? So these are some of those major cultural differences. But especially being in Egypt, it just becomes so, 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 so clear that nobody knows what the fuck they're doing and everybody is just trying to get through the day. And all of the expectations we have bestowed upon us are not real. They're factions of ideas that have been developed over time in this part of the world or that part of the world within this religion and that religion. But truly, every single person has a path that has never been written. There's really no competition here. There's no, I'm going to be better than this person or that person's going to be better than me. It's not about that. It's about every single person becoming exactly who they are. And sometimes when we deviate off of that path that our higher calling is, is, is producing for us, our higher being or the gods or goddess above or whatever it is you want to call it, our intuition or whatever. When we deviate from that path, the gods and goddesses let us know. And they'll do it by like throwing little stones in our path here or there. And, and we might just like kick that stone to the side and be like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to keep going down this path because this is what I believe I want. And again, those beliefs of what we want are very oftentimes not our own. Okay. No, no, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep working towards that goal. I'm going to keep doing it. No. And here's another, uh, now there's a log in front of the road and, um, I have to kind of get over that log. And so it becomes harder to walk down that path until one day the gods and the goddesses throw down a fucking boulder. It might even land on one of your limbs. And all of a sudden you cannot go down that path and you must be rerouted. And this is that juncture of grief. I explain grief as the future we will never have. And so, a mere months ago, I had the belief that I would be living in Egypt with my partner Tarek and developing and creating my life with him there. And we had plans and we had goals and we were so excited about them. We'd been working on them for the whole time we'd known each other. But it's been rerouted. I've been deviated from that path I've been walking down, forced to go a different direction. It's been sad. It's been tragic. I have left Tarek in Egypt. I have returned to America. And I'm not allowed to go back to Egypt for a while, apparently. (laughs) Six months, they say. And so what does that mean for my relationship with Tarek? Is it worth it? Is it worth it continuing to be online in a relationship? Is it worth it to, you know, cross these borders and these boundaries? Is it worth it? And it might not be. So this plan I had, this future I had in mind with this person and in this country at this point can no longer be. And how perfectly Saturn is this? It's interesting, while I was in Egypt, I was, you know, on Instagram and I was following the news feeds and I saw the story about the immigrants, um, the Mexican immigrants trying to cross the border into America, how they were stopped at the border and split up from their families. And I thought to myself, oh gosh, how 
fucking perfect is that for Saturn and Capricorn? You know, I've talked about this for all these episodes leading into Saturn and Capricorn while Saturn's been in Capricorn, but Saturn and Capricorn, Saturn's home there. He fucking loves boundaries. He loves borders. (laughs) He loves, um, uh, 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 borders, like little, literally country borders, right? Like this is my country. That's your country. You have to follow these steps to live in this country and so on and so forth. Um, and so all of these immigrants came here not thinking they would be split from their families because that hadn't been the case. But Saturn comes into Capricorn and the gauntlet comes down and says, nope, you can't cross that border. You can't do this or else you will be punished, so to speak. Well, similarly, this is what happened to me. Uh, the rules in Egypt had been quite different from my understanding going to Egypt uh, I was under the impression it would be quite easy to renew my visa, that I would get a long-term visa when I got to the airport, etc., etc. Well, apparently all of the rules changed while I was in Egypt. So all of a sudden, what I thought was supposed to be a three-month visa became a one-month visa. And to renew that visa, it was going to be close to impossible for me. And so the rules, the boundaries, the borders changed once Saturn went into Capricorn. And I was then split from my heart, my love, my family. That was Tarek. Now, it's a shame if this relationship dies because of Saturn in Capricorn. But it's a reality. Am I really able to keep going from country to country and not having stability, especially with my moon in Taurus? But here's another point. My moon is in Taurus. Uranus is in Taurus. And so my, my foundation, my stability has been rattled. And I don't really have a home now. I mean, I literally don't have a home now. <laughs> and I don't know where I'm going to go. And I don't know what I'm going to do. It's so fucking perfect for this eclipse cycle as well. So let's talk a little bit then about the relationship. Let's use this as an example of maybe something you can relate to. So meanwhile, we've got Saturn and Capricorns throwing down the gauntlet, building up the walls. You can't be in my country. You can't be in my country. You know, all this. And I'm directly affected by it. I was watching those stories about the immigrants. I'm like, God damn, this is exactly how I feel. (laughs) This is exactly how I feel. But we've got that. But In addition to that, all of a sudden, then Mars decides to go retrograde. (laughs) And what is Mars retrograde about? Well, Mars and Venus are all about relationship. If you listen to my last episode, you'll kind of get an idea of that. I'm sure you understand what that is, but Mars and Venus is all about relationship. (laughs) Like, all about relationship. It's deep, it's profound, it's endless, the information that we have about Mars and Venus Um, you can even listen to past episodes to get more information about that. But Mars is truly about our direction, our desires, and certainly our direction and desires in relationship. And so this, this border comes down, Saturn and Capricorn, and I and my partner are, um, forced to reevaluate is this what I truly desire? Is this what I truly want? 
is this person, is this relationship something that is going to serve my highest desire, my highest belief? Okay. So see how this is all really making sense? So then let's tie in the eclipses to this. So I'm posting this on the beginning of this Cancer Capricorn eclipse season. And here comes a car. So just give me a second. One car. (laughs) That's the difference between Colorado and Cairo. (laughs) I just came from a city where there was like millions and millions of cars and uh, just saw one. Uh, So you might see those as I'm on my walk. Um, Okay, so eclipse season. So we're just at the beginning of this Cancer Capricorn situation. Cancer Capricorn, the nodes will be shifting in there in the fall out of uh, Leo and Aquarius where they have been since last May. And the nodes are really everything. I mean, they just show you the the undertone of your life. I talked about it in one of the episodes about like a layer of a cake and like Pluto's the base layer and the nodes are the next layer. It's like such a massive element of the ingredients of life where the nodes are. It really shifts the culture. It shifts the individual's response to the culture and to the relationships, etc. So this eclipse in Cancer Capricorn, well, it's in Cancer, is, um, but it's introducing us to the nodal placement that will be taking place, I think, in November. I should know this, but I've had other things on my mind, uh, like packing up again and moving back to I don't know what. Anyway, the nodes will be in Cancer and Capricorn. And so these eclipses are really introducing us to the next 18 months. And as we know, eclipses end and begin things. Okay. So their chapter endings or their chapter um, closing and openings. And actually we did a great episode with Adam Summer uh, many moons ago. You can go back. I think it's called like befriending the dragon or something. Sometimes it can be chapter endings, but sometimes it can be like full book endings where it's like, okay, this book in my life is done. I'm starting a whole new book. Um, For me, I have my nodes in Cancer and Capricorn. So this is Eclipse is introducing me to my nodal return. And this really is like a book closing and a book opening. I have literally no idea what book is about to open, not the faintest clue, but I can really feel that things are ending and closing for me without me wanting them to. But I have to have faith in astrology. I have to have faith in the gods and the goddesses above that there is a higher reason for this. And in a month's time, in 10 years time, whenever that time comes, I'll look back and I'll be thankful and grateful that this happened. During it, it's been emotional. It's been challenging, (laughs) to say the least. But ultimately, I will find gratitude for this because I am being directed again to my higher calling. Outside of what my mind thought it wanted, I'm being rerouted. There's another element of this, which is I have a progressed full moon happening right now. So my, my progressed moon is at 29 degrees. My natal sun is at 20, or sorry, my progressed full moon is at 29 degrees of Leo. My natal sun is at 29 degrees of Aquarius. Now that's a whole nother topic. And I want to talk to you, the patrons about that. Um, 
now that I am able to focus back onto the podcast and back onto my career and really back onto myself, that's what this whole thing is telling me. (laughs) Focus on yourself first. And that might feel narcissistic or selfish or whatever it might be. But if I've learned or taken anything from this situation is it's got to be about me right now. It's got to be about me developing myself more. And part of my development of myself is, of course, my business, working with my clients, doing the podcast and um, getting to know the tribe better. And so part of what I'm going to start doing with these podcasts is I'm going to do an extra recording, sometimes by video, sometimes by audio about something. Um, And so in this one, I'm going to give you guys an extra recording, the patrons, an extra recording on progressions and just how fucking monumental they are. I actually have gone back and looked at my progressed moons um, over my lifetime and I found out something very fascinating about when my moon progresses to 29 degrees. And I will share that with the patrons. And if you want to join, it's just 10 bucks a month. I do a live q and I'm going to give you extra stuff. We have contact and communication with each other. And eventually I'm going to start up my supervision groups with all of you again. I had meant to do that in Cairo, but I've you know been pretty busy leaving Cairo. Haven't been able to focus on this at the moment. But I will have that for all of you. It's patreon.com backslash bridging realities or just google bridging realities you'll find it on patreon 10 bucks a month you get extra time with me and extra information and so in a combination of all of these things life for me has been completely rerouted so I ask you have you had anything similar happen maybe you haven't (laughs) You know, maybe you're doing great and like everything is just smooth and easy and hunky-dory, but maybe you feel me and this podcast episode is for you. If you're walking down a certain path and you can feel that path rumbling, crumbling and changing, if you feel like the gods and the goddesses have just thrown a massive boulder on your path and said, don't go that way, I'm with you. I feel you. I have faith in you. I have faith in myself that we can pick ourselves back up and trust that we are being guided to exactly where we are meant to be. That love is ever present. Even if you're in the middle of a breakup or a makeup, (laughs) love is there at the center of it. And love knows what you need to be most fulfilled. Your mind oftentimes doesn't. It's this head-heart conflict, right? So I feel you. I'm with you. And I hope this episode is helpful for you. And now that I'm homeless, (laughs) without a partner, and literally nothing to my name, I'm free. I can literally do whatever I want. I'm free to come see you wherever you might be and meet with you and meet with your friends. And I'm putting that call out to all of you listeners. If you're listening and you've ever been kind of dying to connect with me a little bit more, this is a really cool opportunity for us to be able to do that. And so I'm putting it out there into the universe on this new moon eclipse 
that if you want to bring me to your city or your town, you want to host me, you want to put me up for a few nights, bring all of your friends together to gather around and learn about astrology, I'm more than happy to look at your chart and get to know you a little better and give you some of my expertise. Now, if you're already an astrologer and you're a practicing astrologer and you need a little extra support, I also am now available for my apprentices. Now, I've had apprentices living in my home <laughs> and coming to my home and working with me that way because I find the best way to learn astrology is to actually fully engage in it. It's like any language. You have to immerse yourself into the language to be able to start speaking it with fluidity. And so because I don't have a home, I can't offer that, but I can come to your home. And what I offer with my apprenticeship is not just um, learning about astrology, because that's actually pretty easy. It's how to work with clients. It's how to do the ethical, um, make the right ethical decisions with clients. And that's part of my master's in therapy and counseling that I bring to the field of astrology is I'm really working to make it more professional. If you are interested in either of these things, you are welcome to email my assistant at info at accessibleastrology.com and she will be sure to contact you. And we're going to dig into all of the emails we've received in the last six months to a year about all the people who want to connect with us. And we're going to get back into accessible astrology full time with no, nothing else distracting us. Because I can now. Because the world has demanded I do. And so I hope that I will get to meet some of you and get to know you better. I'm literally open to going anywhere in the world. <laughs> when you got nothing, you got nothing to lose. I'm open. I'm available. And so I put that call out to you. I put that call out to the universe that gods and goddesses above guide me to where I am meant to be. Yeah. Especially during my nodal return. <laughs> so I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope you are all using this. Oh, there's a garage door opening now. <laughs> I'll get by that. So I hope you're all using this opening and closing chapter moment here in the month of July 2018. I hope you're using this moment to recognize that you are made of the cosmos, riding the waves of the stars and the planets, that you are one with them. And that even if your mind can't stand a change and can't stand that grief or that loss, it's totally for some higher purpose. I'm so certain of that. I believe it with every fiber of my soul. So do what you want to do on this eclipse season. I know a lot of um, directions tend to be given by astrologers. Do this and do that and do this and do that. But my opinion is do whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, just enjoy being part of this cosmic soup. If you do need a little extra guidance, though, or you do need a little extra support, I'm 100% available to you, my tribe, now. Especially during this time of change. If you are feeling insane amounts of grief, I feel ya. <laughs> I'm here for you, and I can truly hold that space with you. 
So visit AccessibleAstrology.com for all of this extra added information. And if you do want to join the Patreon tribe, please do so at Patreon.com backslash Bridging Realities, where you can get to spend a little extra time with me. And I will have a recording up about these progressed moons, uh, because they're just like everything in our natal charts. So much love to all of you. Thank you for being on this journey with me as always. And as the thunder rages on and Zeus does his thing, he start he has started to rain on me, which is great for Colorado. And that's a sign for me to go in. Listening to nature, listening to the gods and the goddesses above and letting us co-create our reality with them. Enjoy this time everyone. A lot of love.